Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Monday. Steve Simple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show so far. You got the podcast at theticketfm.com. The show is always sponsored by Gaina Trucking. You've got their current job openings at gainatrucking.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter, and call us in Texas at 464-5685. The next two days, we will be doing the show. We will not be in the confines of the studio. We will be on the field at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, Indiana. Have you been there? Yes. <laughs> oh, I was there. 2012. I was in college. Okay. Oh, I, got, yeah. I was calling the Big Ten title game oh, for yeah. KRNU. You oh, I was there. Wow. You're I a saw veteran. a picture of me recently from that. That was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm 31 right now. Mm-hmm. I looked like I was approximately 12. <laughs> I will find you a picture. Really? I had a suit that was too big. Really? <laughs> I just looked like, a, like an absolute dork. <laughs> Why was your suit too big? I don't know. I, I just never got the right size of suit. Ah. I look like an absolute dork. Oh. Not saying I don't already still now, but more of a dork back then. I'm like, man. So rough. you have been in Lucas Oil. I have. So we used to set, they used to set the tables up. We'll be doing our show from the field. I mean, the I field. I know. On the field. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I'll be there tonight. Oh, set now? I will get there. T- I'm, I've been in contact with the gal. I think her name's Megan. Yeah. And uh, I said, I want to get there. I'd like to set up the equipment so I can just roll in tomorrow morning. Yeah, roll in at 5.30 tomorrow morning. No, it'll actually be 6.30. Oh, what time are we doing the show? It's 7 a.m. that time. That's East, Indianapolis is Eastern time zone, for those who did not know. So we will be oh, 7 yeah. to 9. Running joke at the Journal Star with Parker and Baz was I couldn't handle time zones. So, so we're 7 a.m.? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Sure about that? Well, it's seven to nine. We'll check, double check that. But okay. I'm pretty sure it's Eastern time. All right, well, that's extra. So I like, I like, I sort of like get an extra hour yeah. of sleep, right? Sort of. I don't have to get up at four in the morning. My hotel is not. I got to walk a mile or so, so that'll take a little bit. I'm kind of curious what we're gonna do because I think Scott Frost in the podium at eight, right? Uh, that's trouble. Yeah, so I might, I might see if we get the feed up there. Possibly, you well, can yeah. go do your thing. Yeah, I might have to go do go my thing. thing. Yeah, <laughs> you can do the first yeah, hour with me. I think then, my, my, yeah, yeah. I know if you're fine. We'll, we'll okay. talk about it tomorrow. Thank you. You will be there for at least the first hour. Yeah, though. yeah. First forty-five minutes <laughs> to an hour, and then maybe we'll, we'll see what we can get for the audio after that. We'll make it work. We'll make it work like we always do. Let's talk about it. By the way, yes. Four six four five six eight five. Call or text as always. Um, I was I mentioned this for a little bit earlier, but I wanted to take a deeper dive. We, we talk a lot about the questions for Nebraska's offense, but we don't talk about the defense because they, they've been pretty reliable. They have not been phenomenal. They've been reliable for Nebraska and competent for the program. But we, we already talked about, Sip, um, months ago, the concerns for the defensive line, which have been somewhat alleviated by the additions of Devin Drew, Stephon Wynn, and O'Shawn Mathis. Is the best you can do is somewhat alleviated? Yeah, because there's still depth concerns there. Okay. Right? I don't know. Depends where you're talking. I'm, I'm not on the outside. I mean, if you're talking about the edge, edge of the – we'll call it the edge of the defensive line, no, I'm not concerned about depth. Okay. Interior, yes. Concerned about interior, that. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. big. You got to stop yeah. the run with the interior boys. Yes. yes, the discussion to me... What, what do we expect from the defense? Are we expecting a defense that's going to be you know, middle of the pack in the Big Ten? Is it, can it be better than that? What What exactly should you expect from this defense this year? Can it, can it be a takeaway unit? It's hard to tell because of the number of new faces yeah, that are going to be contributing. I will just say at least in the rotation. 
Now, baseline, what are we talking about? Last year, Nebraska was 47th in total defense nationally. I mean, come on, you can't be 47th in total defense nationally? I mean, you can you can transfer the discussion we were having with about Scott Frost and the program in general to Eric Chenander and say no excuses. In year five, can can Eric and Eric? I I have a lot of faith in, but in year five, can't you have a top forty defense? Year four, it was forty seventh nationally. I mean, if you lost some big pieces, Cam Taylor Britt. Obviously, is gone. Second round pick to the Bengals. You lost your safeties, Deontay Williams, Markel Dismuke. You lost defensive line depth, both the, to the portal and graduation. Everybody loses players. I, know. I mean, I asked a question. You immediately started making excuses. I did. Didn't <laughs> is, I? Is, is that, that what we're going to do? We're doing? Is that what we're going to do? That's what we do right now in the state. Total defense last year, 47th. Okay. Can they make the Passing, to top 40? Rushing defense, 58th. Can't you be a top 50 rushing team? Can't you be? You need to find the interior depth in that line. Interior. Right. Okay, guns. so let's let's just focus on that. When you're talking about the defensive line and the interior, you're talking about a very critical part of the discussion because it looks to me like they have good edge rushers. Mm-hmm. But the obvious one obvious tactic that coaches will use to try to neutralize guys like O'Shawn Mathis, Garrett Nelson, Caleb Tanner, probably Jamari Butler, um, is just hammered at Nebraska's midsection. That's how you, you can neutralize those guys. There's other ways, but one way is to hammer it. If you're just, if you can, now think about Nebraska's last four opponents, okay? The last four opponents in order, Minnesota, Michigan, Wisconsin, Iowa. Do you agree with me that they will run the ball at you until you prove all those teams will run it at you until you prove you can stop it? Yes, because they keep doing that. Right. They have done that, and they will keep doing and, that. And your edge rushers will be negated in terms of pass rush if you can't stop the run. So, yep. so back to the discussion. You, you wonder about Nash Hutmacher, whose next tackle will be his first tackle. Okay? But... He, you know, this is this is his third year in the program, yep. Yep. and he's got to be close to ready. He doesn't have to – nobody's expecting Nash Hutmacher to be an all-Big Ten player, but can he be a good rotational player who's reliable against the run? That's what you're asking pretty much of him. Now, you added Stefan Wynn. Well, Stefan Wynn, I would project him as a starter, okay, because okay. he's, a, he's, a, he's a senior. Mm-hmm. Um, He's played experience. some meaningful action at Alabama. He has a national championship ring, and he played in two other national championship games. Devin Drew is a huge part of the discussion, and we'll ask Frost about this. Devin Drew is not here yet. Okay, Devin Drew is 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 graduating from Texas Tech. He had some things to finish up. He will not be, from what I understand, he will not be on hand for the start of camp it'll be a few days in now how much is a few days does a few days turn into seven days guys do you want thicker fuller hair do you desire lustrous luscious locks that you can run your fingers through maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem 
whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news because there are effective FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. Does a few days turn into 10 days? I don't think so. I don't think so, but that's something you got to watch. I've seen it before at Nebraska. Covered the team for quarter century, more, more than that. And I've seen, <laughs> believe me, I've seen guys come into camp pretty late. Now it can work too, especially with a guy like that who's a veteran. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a gloom and doom discussion, but the earlier the better. Um, so Devin Drew, Stefan Wynn, Nash Hutmacher, Colton Feast, Ty Robinson's a huge yeah, part of this. Guy. Yeah, Ty's a Ty by his own admission was just okay last year. His pro football focus rankings not good. I mean, he he didn't especially against the run. Um he knows it too. He's he's a, he's got to step up. He was fine. But he's got to be better and fine. I mean, this is a, now it's time. And he wants to play in the league. And he said, he told our Robin Washit on three that he wants to play in the league. And he has to start showing that sort of ability on Saturdays. That, 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 that's, there's a bottom line in these discussions. That's one beautiful thing about football. So, yeah, those guys are critical. I got to think Eric Chenander feels really good about the outside linebackers and the edge guys for sure. And I I wonder how he feels about that interior. I don't know. Now, the interior discussion also, don't you have to put Reimer and Henrich in that discussion too? Yeah, you do. They, Henrich, Henrich Nick, Henrich, held up well last year. Never, never was hurt. He played the whole season. Reimer played, and I think, I think he played a sizable chunk of the season with a groin injury that kept him out of spring ball. And he's still re- he was still rehabbing in June. Now, I don't know if he's made. According to Rude, he's he was rehabbing this summer. Barrett Rude, the inside linebackers coach. I I talked to Luke Reimer. It didn't seem like it was a concern at all. I think he's fine going into camp. I I, I could be wrong, but he never mentioned it. I can't say that I asked, but he seemed like he was of the mind that no, I'm ready to roll. Reimer, Luke Reimer, had 108 tackles yeah. last year. And he didn't play every game, right? Mm, Wasn't he banged up a little maybe, bit? Maybe one, yeah. maybe one game he missed, or two maybe. But he yeah. had 108 he had, tackles. Yeah, he, had, he had a little injury. That's a team-leading 108 tackles. He's a bullet. Yeah. Nick Henrich had 99. Now, you return a lot of production in there, and it could go up. Yep. 99, by the way. Couldn't you just find another tackle on, on film yeah. somewhere? Yeah. Give, give it 100. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's motivation for this year, right? But those motivation. guys, now, if you're talking about depth concerns, a little bit of depth concern in, in the interior at the inside linebacker spots, I would say. Barrett's talking about Ernest Hausman, a true freshman, maybe playing significant minutes. 
You have Garrett Snodgrass there and Ativa Maga Clements hyphen name. Ativa Maga hyphen Clements. Does if if Houseman plays, does that give you concerns about the depth there, or is that just saying, hey, this guy's just way redder than we thought it was going to be? Well, they they expect a lot of him. Right up, right away though. Oh, it seems like it. Yeah, they did. They anticipated. Mm-hmm. I think they anticipated that he went, might be in position to play right away. I would rather Garrett Snodgrass, and you know, Garrett's been in the program for I got to say three years. And Ativa Maga Clements is a senior who came to Nebraska three years ago from Diablo Valley uh, College in California. I mean, yeah, I'd rather those guys maybe just because they're veterans. But hey, if if Ernest Hausman's playing better than than them in practice, then that's your guy. So that's what camp's about. We'll see. We'll see what you know. Ernest Hausman is a true freshman going through his first camp. Camp isn't like it used to be. Camp, when I say camp, I think people, most people understand, but some don't. That's that period starting Tuesday, tomorrow, and lasting up until the game. August is a bear. It's a bear. Even in today's football, where there's not two-a-days, it's... You know they don't practice like five and six days consecutively any consecutively anymore. It's they've they've tamped it down in this new age of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still rugged. It's still being at the facility from probably seven a.m. off until the you know probably till nine p.m. There's a lot of there's going to be a lot of days like that. Now. Of that, on that note, it's interesting. I don't know if you noticed this. Nebraska has a camp schedule that I've never seen Nebraska have before, where they're practicing three days, day off, three days, day off, three days, day off, right through the Dublin trip. I've never, ever seen it like that at Nebraska. And I and I think you, you got to you know you want to see how it works. I'm not going to condemn it. I'm not going to I'm not going to judge it one way or the other. It's just interesting. Life's changed dramatically in college football from a stamp from a camp standpoint. I mean I you, I mean I covered it during the Osborne Solich. I'd even say Callahan years where was, you were over there twice a day. I mean, on a lot of days, it was amazing, and it's probably better now. Um, did I just say that? I just said that. You did. Probably better now, yeah. Before we get to our guest, we have Mike Farrell coming on next segment. Don't forget that. I just saw this is uh, the, the preseason Big Ten poll. Yeah, we better at least. Okay, we better um get to Farrell, but yeah, go ahead. Do you want to guess where Nebraska's at in the West in the preseason Big Ten poll that came out just now? Uh, preseason Big Ten poll that just came out. Yes. Where's Nebraska in the West? Yep. Um, I'm going to say Wisconsin won. You want to go guess the order, yeah. Yeah, Wisconsin won. Am I right? Correct. Iowa, two. Correct. Purdue, three. No. Nebraska, three. No. Minnesota, three. Correct. Tell me Nebraska's four. No. Minnesota's four. No, Minnesota's third. Oh, excuse me. Okay, just, just do it. Now I'm lost. Okay, Wisconsin... 31, place vote, 31 first place votes. Iowa second with three first place votes. Minnesota at third with third. Third, I'm sorry. Okay. With two first Purdue place votes. And then nobody else, yeah, Purdue fourth, Nebraska fifth. Oh, boy. Illinois sixth, Northwestern seventh. In the east, Ohio State has all 36 votes. How about that? 
the defending champs. Michigan, no votes for first place. They are second, though. Penn State, third. Michigan State, fourth. Maryland, fifth. Rutgers, sixth. Indiana, seventh. So Nebraska is, per the Big Ten poll, fifth in the West for the upcoming season. Well, you missed um, five straight bowl games. It's not like there's pressure on you. <laughs> no, not, not at all. Right? Yeah, no pressure at all. No pressure. Let's get to Farrell. Yes, we will talk. There's, there's one guy that's very high on Nebraska's quarterback, Casey Thompson. That is Mike Farrell of Mike Farrell Sports, the godfather of recruiting. He's up next on Early Break on the Ticket.